intentionally and I want us to do it together I want you to shut down distractions around you shut your eyes stop looking around and begin to chant the name holy
Our Lord Jesus is holy. Lord Jesus, you are holy. Jesus, you are holy. Jesus, you are God. We worship the God man. We worship the God man. Jesus, you are holy. Holy. Jesus, you are holy. Holy. Jesus, you are God. We worship the God man. God made flesh. Hallelujah. You are holy. Holy. Jesus, you are holy. Holy. Jesus, you are God. One last time, we'll sing to him. We speak to him in first person. Jesus, you are holy. 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 You are holy. 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 Jesus, you are God. Hallelujah. Lord Jesus, we worship you. We exalt you, Jesus. You are the God man. You are the brightness of the glory of God. You are the express image of the person of God. You are the beauty of Yahweh. You are the beauty of Jehovah. You are the visible image of the invisible God. In you dwells the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Hallelujah. You are the possible impossibility. You are God manifest in the flesh. You are the Word made flesh. You are holy. You are holy, Jesus. We magnify you. Can we just magnify the Lord Jesus in our own words? We magnify you, Jesus. We exalt you, Jesus. We magnify you, Jesus. We exalt you, Jesus. We magnify you, Jesus. We exalt you, Jesus. Lord Jesus, even now we ask that you reveal yourself to us in a fresh new way. Lord, even in the place of worship, Lord God, there were visions, there were flashes. Lord Jesus, there was contact established. But even now through your word, Lord God, even, even now inside of us, Lord Jesus, let there be revelation in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for wisdom, Lord God. The revelatory spirit of wisdom, Lord Jesus. We thank you for understanding, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord Jesus, because you will be understood. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for counsel in the name of Jesus. Let the revelatory spirit of counsel reveal Jesus to us. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for might, Lord Jesus. We thank you for strength, Lord God, as you are revealed to us in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for experience, Lord Jesus. We thank you for revelatory experience, the spirit of the knowledge of God. In the name of Jesus, we receive the ministry of the fear of the Lord. Yes, Lord God, even by the spirit of the fear of Yahweh. In the name of Jesus. Lord Jesus, be made manifest in our midst, Lord God. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. We can be seated. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.
Hallelujah. Um, Pastor Francis and Pastor Chinari Seabor are not um, around right now. They'll be here with, with us shortly. Hallelujah. So I'm not sure if I'm meant to minister all the way through or just for a little bit, but I would, by the mercy of God, preach a modular message. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Can we put our hands out like this? Amen. Just put your two hands out like this. Hallelujah. The Bible says, um, ask and you shall receive, right? Seek and you shall find. So we're going to ask the Lord for wisdom in the name of Jesus, for understanding in the name of Jesus, for counsel in the name of Jesus, for might in the name of Jesus, for knowledge in the name of Jesus, for the fear of the Lord in the name of Jesus. I want us to ask for the spirit of the Lord in Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, we receive, Lord God. We receive the ministry of the seven spirits of God in the name of Jesus. We receive enlightenment. We receive brightness in the name of Jesus. We say thank you, Lord, for brilliance, Lord God. Thank you for understanding in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Good afternoon or evening, everyone. Hallelujah. I want to welcome you all again. Hallelujah. Um, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Um, I wanted to do a recap, but before I do, I want to say something about spiritual foundations. Hallelujah. I just wrote this down while I was in there, and I felt like it was important to share. Hallelujah. Um, if you're sending me a message in the media booth, I, it's too small for me to see, but if not, you're airplaying whatever you're doing on the screen, and that could be distracting for me. Just a heads up. Hallelujah. Okay. Something very important for every spiritual interaction in your life is understanding that whenever a spirit is interacting with you at all, okay, everyone should move forward. There we go. That's the instruction given from the screens. Hallelujah. So can we all move forward? Hallelujah. And as, when we say move forward, we mean like fill up all the spaces in the front. And the reason why we're doing this is so that it won't look like uh, we're talking to ourselves. Hallelujah. You know, there's a crowd of people who are hiding from, from view. Amen. Don't worry. We won't copy and paste your faces online exactly the way you think it's going to be happening. It'll be a different way. Hallelujah. So, um, Hallelujah. Okay, the spiritual principle is that whenever a spirit is interacting with you, that spirit is looking at you and seeing a lot of possibility. Hallelujah. So when Satan, when God, amen, when a lying spirit is looking at you, that spirit is looking at you with a lot of potential. And the reason why is because that spirit is not thinking that you are, you know, there's a way Christians think that God looks at, God looks at us. We think that God looks at us and he says he already has conclusions. Amen? Now, in a way, he does, but not in the religious way we think about him. Hallelujah. Whenever God looks at you and he's interacting with you, he is very hopeful. How many of you know that? God is very hopeful. And any room you give him, he's very grateful. How many of you know that? If all you allow God, only space you allow God in your life is in your kitchen, God will gladly squat in that kitchen, right? And leave the entire house for Satan, even though he's the one that bought the house right? God technically owns every human being because of the sacrifice of Jesus, right? So recently, there's no room that Satan had. The reason why you can tell demons, get out in the name of Jesus, is because he has already purchased every single human being with his blood. Hallelujah. 
So on that grounds, he owns everything. Oh, good evening, Ma. I just noticed that you were there. I'm talking to Miss Helen. I'm good to you, Ma. <laughs> and my two little friends, are they there? Hey, how y'all doing? Y'all doing good? I'm greeting you guys, my shy, pretty girls. <laughs> good to see y'all. So God owns everything. Now, what God will now do is that God, when you give him little space, God assumes the form. How many of you know that serpents are not intrinsically evil? How many of you know that? A snake is not an intrinsically evil. God made snakes. How many of you know that? Amen? And every creature that God made, God told Adam to name all of them, right? Hallelujah. So there was a name that was given to a serpent. How many of you know that? Hallelujah. And that name that was given was not S-E-R-P-E-N-T or S-N-A-K-E, right? It was a mannerism, right? An operation that that thing was a allog prophetic allegory of. What that means is that every animal or creature you see in the wild is meant to tell something about God. Does that make sense? So when you look at a snake, you look at a lion. We know about the lion, right? They call Jesus Christ the lion of the tribe of Judah. Jesus Christ is not a four-footed beast. How many of you know that? Amen? He's not a lion or a lamb, right? But when they named a lion, right, there is something about God that that creature captured. Amen? And when you see Jesus, he's everything. That's the truth. You will see, if you look at a, a chicken now, in its unfallen state, you would see something about Jesus inside there. That's what Adam was meant to do. He was meant to keep on tracing Christ out onto every creature. Amen? And so there's something about serpents that's very interesting. Jesus Christ said, be harmless as doves, but be what? Wise as serpents. And serpents, they work with craftiness. When a serpent enters an area, um, the, the, when, sorry, when a spirit enters an area and that spirit is in a hostile area, it first emerges in a serpentine form. That's the form that Satan used in the Garden of Eden. He was in a hostile environment. Amen? So he had, to, he had to assume that role. Does that make sense? It comes off as deceptive. It comes off as crafty. I mean, you know that God can be deceiving. Amen? No, when I say God, I didn't say God is deceiving or God is lying. God can appear as deceiving. Amen? And what I mean by that is very simply that this, okay? God might have big plans for you. Bigger plans than you have room for. Then he'll just show you one small vision of one small thing. And use that to buy your attention. And you won't realize that, ah, God deceived me. I thought he was just this thing that God wanted me to do. There was this big thing he had in mind. I know that whenever God meets, interacts with you in any form whatsoever, it is salvation that is on his mind. That's all he has in his mind. But God can give you healing. God can give you house. God can give you car. Is that not true? God can give you husband, give you wife. Hallelujah. But what is on God's mind is what? Salvation, redemption. So he would appear and be kind God. Who's, who's in that verse before when Jesus Christ was walking on water? And the Bible says that he was walking on water and his disciples saw him when he was walking. And the Bible says, literally in the Bible, that he intended to pass them by. Now, those are his disciples. He's training. He's walking them through things. And he's walking like this. He's seeing them and he's intending to pass them by. Amen? Who remembers the road to Emmaus? Bible said they were walking with Jesus Christ when I came and met them. And so they're giving them gist that he knew would make them, would keep them very interested. And he said, okay, well, all right, this is you guys' house. Bye. And they said, they acted like he was going. Bible says that they had to restrain. going. Bible says that they had to restrain. Will you enter this house? What was he doing there? That's how God acts sometimes, right? Remember Elijah and Elisha? Elijah was going from place to place. And everyone was telling him, your master is going. He said, I know. Hold on. It's okay. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. Okay? And Elijah himself will now tell him, uh -uh, you can chill in this place here. And the guy said, no, I'm not, I'm not chilling in any place. I'm following you. Are you sure? Okay, if you like, come. 
another place. You can chill here too. Uh, no, I'm following. It almost seems like he's trying to discourage him, right? Hallelujah. But it's God trying to pull out the best from you. Amen? And that's what I mean by God being deceiving. Hallelujah. God cannot lie. Hallelujah. It's not in his nature to lie. Amen? In fact, it is not in his nature to lie. I'm going to say it again. Everyone say it's not in God's nature to lie. Paul said, God, who cannot lie. Amen? Hallelujah. So I'm making sure that what I'm saying has been understood and not being misinterpreted. Hallelujah. In this form, when God sneaks in, God looks like he is harmless. He's just there to help you in some, some areas here and there. Amen? In fact, God's goal is to even be invisible and unseen. While he is there, God wants to begin to sow seeds and lay infrastructure. Hallelujah. You know, when you first start praying in the Holy Ghost, many times that's how God appears in your life. Like nothing is happening. Who's ever heard that before? You're praying and nothing is happening. You can pray for one hour, two hours, like nothing has happened. Amen? That's something very frustrating, right? That is that serpentine nature. It's like nothing is happening. Nothing is taking place. The things that are happening are hidden. Is everyone listening? Hallelujah. Then all of a sudden, ah, you feel like a surge of power, right? Or a wind. And you realize, that, oh my goodness, all that time I'm waiting on the Lord, something was happening. I just couldn't see it. Exactly. Or later on, you realize that, oh, something was being... That's a form that the Lord would take in the beginning. I was going somewhere with this. Yes. There we go. Even in that form, all right, where things look like nothing is happening. Hallelujah. Do you know that whenever God looks at you, he is seeing... Not, the word potential is not good enough. God sees you as... Sense, and his desire is to roll out, amen, in a tangible way that finished product. Who gets what I'm saying? Let me, let me just read what I wrote down. And it's basically this. Spirits, they look at reality very differently. And they look at it in, 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 a, in their light. Everyone say, in their light. What I mean by that is that when, you know, in the natural, when you look at things, you don't look at things, um, the only things that illuminate that by themselves project light at you are light sources. Like this light source and this light source, right? But in the realm of the spirit, um, or in the realm of the natural, sorry, we look at things by virtue of light sources, you know, things by virtue of light sources generating light that bounce off of objects. Does that make sense? Exactly, yes. Yeah. So I'm looking at you right now. You're not generating light, right? But the light from that and that and all these other light sources bouncing off of you 